DHS-CDFO slash USD19-47544-R60. Civilian Conscript Field Deployment Order, U.S. Domestic, Temporary Change of Station. Forward Operating Base, U.N. Joint Operation Iron Rain. Subject, Gardner, Noah W. Designation Embedded Correspondent, Combat Support Unit. Report to Transport Depot F-23, Bay 17, 0530 tomorrow. Outfit for immediate transit to points west. Duties to be determined at discretion of Allied Ground Command. Intel determines surviving hostile forces to be pinned down, poorly trained, and only lightly armed. Enemy supply lines are cut. Leadership is infiltrated, weakened, and dispersed. Anticipate a rapid and decisive outcome requiring of coalition forces only a brief engagement, days, not weeks. Four months post-deployment, Gannett Peak, Wyoming. As it passes close by your head, a hypervelocity bullet makes a little snap that's hard to describe until you've heard it for yourself. When you hear that snap with your boots on the ground in a shooting war, it means that someone just wanted you dead, but you're still alive and the very next breath you draw brings a kind of thrill that doesn't fade with repetition. Whoever was in command of this fiasco must have thought the day's job would be easy, because there didn't seem to be much strategy to the advance. Part of the reason for this lax approach might have been the language barrier. Many of the men seemed to be fresh off the boat, as new to U.S. citizenry as Noah Gardner himself was to the field of battle. In any case, forward was the only clear-standing order— just keep moving in the most dangerous direction on the map until the enemy starts shooting, and then concentrate your fire on their revealed position. With a big enough budget and plenty of expendable human resources, who could say? It might just work. What had started months before as a simple manhunt had gradually escalated into a full-on in-country paramilitary action. The target was Molly Ross and the Founders' Keepers. Though a national climate of fear was being carefully managed, so far the American people had been kept in the dark on the specifics, mostly because these supposedly dangerous fugitives were stubbornly refusing to shoot back. Until today, that is. Today, somebody out there was shooting back with a vengeance. Something heavy whistled down from the sky and exploded thirty yards away, and as the concussion hit, Noah felt himself pulled down into a muddy ditch for cover. Through the low morning haze and drifting smoke he saw a number of fallen men, heard the sharp clatter of returning gunfire and calls for a medic, and shouts over the radio for the overdue air support. Three combat helicopters thundered low overhead, moving out to flush the snipers and a mortar team thought to be hunkered down in the valley beyond. A pair of M1 tanks roared past at nearly highway speeds, not even slowed by the trenches the surprisingly resourceful rebels had dug out to confound the rolling artillery. Noah clenched the rifle they'd given him in a white-knuckled grip across his chest. It was still an unfamiliar burden in his hands. The sounds around him swelled to a hollow scream. His eyes wouldn't focus. His brain was so overwhelmed with a hundred conflicting decisions that he couldn't make even one. He tried again to clear his head of the hell breaking loose all around him, his eyes shut tight, his back pressed to the cool sandy slope of the berm. Someone shouted his name and smacked him on the shoulder, jolting Noah back to the ear-splitting blur of his new reality. Volleys of unguided hydro rockets screamed from the stub wings of the hovering Apaches downrange. Ba-ba-ba-ba-boom! 
pounding a ragged tree line along the riverbank in the foothills of Gannett Peak. Though the virgin forest was taking a real beating, the true impact of all this firepower remained to be seen. Recon had placed the remaining enemy combatants in the general area ahead, but this was big, rough country with enough natural cover to hide almost anything. Still, whatever their skills at evasion, there couldn't be more than a handful of them left out there. For weeks now, it had seemed that these freedom fighters or homegrown terrorists, depending on one's allegiances, couldn't last much longer against such overwhelming odds. Maybe their persistence came from a shared devotion to some ideal, and that was a strength the forces on Noah's side certainly didn't possess. Nobody seemed to believe in anything, in fact, though the constant propaganda from the top assured these men that every skirmish could be a turning point in the most critical military effort in generations. The war.